0: Thank you for joining us here at Zoe Household. Our desire is to bring you to the consciousness of the Zoe life that has made available to everyone who believes the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare your heart for a powerful word from God by our lead pastor, Pastor Dula God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to talk about the God kind of man. Who is the God kind of man? First of all, you must understand that the word Adam is not Name. <laughs> Praise God. God didn't name Adam, Adam. Adam just means mankind. Do you understand? So Adam means mankind. It's not his native name. It's not like God said, okay, now I've made man and then his name, man's name is Adam. He said now I've made Adam. Do you get it? He said now I've made Adam, mankind. So the first Adam is the representation of all mankind. So when he fell, we all fell. The Bible says that Jesus did not know sin, but he was made sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So it means that there is a difference between Jesus and the first man. What is that difference? All of us were born in a particular kind of way. I have a particular thought, but I cannot share it because there is no scriptural ground and basis To build that thought. It's just. As a result of my personal meditation. So that thought. I cannot drive into you. Do you understand? But I want to strongly believe. That. The tree of good and evil. That man ate from. Is beyond. An apple. Or a fruit. If you think it's a fruit. You are totally wrong. Why are you totally wrong? Because when the Bible says that he stationed angels, the Bible did not record that God told angels to come from heaven. Bible didn't say, and the angels came down, and then God told these two particular angels, these two angels, that you are no more going back to heaven. No, just block this place. Did you read anything like that in your Bible? No. It means that the Garden of Eden was a spiritual atmosphere. Remember that he was chased out of the garden. If the garden was earth, then where was man changed to? Sea? No. So it means that that garden wasn't earth. You understand what I'm saying? It was a spiritual atmosphere. And then the Bible says that there are two angels blocking that place. It's not hard to understand that those angels must be archangels. That are in the presence of God, guarding the throne of God. So what man lost actually was the presence of God. And that was where religion started. Religion started when man started to look for what he lost. I told you before, you are not more of a worshiper than somebody that created something for him to worship. That is the height of wanting to worship. How can I make wood? I made wood and I decided to start worshiping that wood. Can't you see that I'm worship starved? Babalawos are more of a worshipper than you. Think about it. Think about it. They feed who they worship. Can you get that? What they've decided to do is amazing. eh? That means they have decided to create something. Look at this. Very powerful thought. They created something and subjected themselves to what they created. What can you define as worship other than this? That something I am greater, greater than. I made it more superior to me. Just because I needed to bless something. So when man left the presence of God. Remember we are talking about God's kind of man. Man lost that presence. Man lost that presence. So the first Adam. I want to believe that. The knowledge of good and evil and everything. If you read carefully and this one my real thought I won't share. You know Galatians Galatians 5 that tells us about the fruit of the spirit also tells us about the fruit of the flesh. Amen. So there is evil in Galatians 5. Praise God. Now it means that what Adam ate from was from the fruit of the flesh. Do you understand that? Remember it's called fruit. So, when the Bible says, he ate of the forbidden fruit, he's talking about the fruit of the flesh, actually. Not apple or mango. Praise God. It's not apple or mango. It's fruit of the flesh. He ate from his flesh. He decided to suspend the spirit. What was coming to visit him. What God was working on. Remember, that man was actually in the process of tutoring. It's true. It's true. Bible says that man was... God's image and after, not in his likeness. It's not the same thing. After his likeness means that God didn't want to impose his likeness on him. If man had the likeness of God, he wouldn't have sinned. He had the image, but he didn't have the likeness. God wanted his will to be influenced in man's will by fellowship. What God wanted for Adam is what he's doing with us now. Do you understand that? So the first Adam sinned and lost that presence for us. So everybody became like that. And the reason why I always think it is this is because one of the ways you say God told Adam to multiply, everybody would have been born. Praise God! And everybody would have been born by Adam. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish you could get what I'm saying already. Everybody would have been born. God gave Adam a blessing. Say blessing. How did God bless Adam? Adam, say yes, sir. I want to bless you. He said, okay. Now, enter the bush. Begin to walk. No, that's not how God blessed Adam. God blessed Adam by proclamation. Word. Word. What was the blessing? You will multiply. Subdue the earth. That's how God blesses you. It's not your works. It's by his word. So God said it. Bless. Look at what God said. God said replenish and multiply the earth. How did God say it? By words. Adam would have given birth to all of us. He would have. How? He used the wrong channel. Remember that he realized that he was naked. And after he realized that he was naked, he covered himself. And then the Bible tells us that he laid with his wife. So what that means is that he laid in his, with his wife in shame, in nakedness, and in condemnation. So it means that two of them had no choice but to produce shame, nakedness, and condemnation. Adam would have had children by word. God wanted to teach Adam how he created him to create us. Are you getting what I'm saying here? So Adam wanted his son multiply. It was an instruction. It wasn't by sex. God said multiply. So all he needed to do was I multiply. <laughs> How did we become one billion Christians? By word. It's by word. We became new and a member of his household by receiving the word. So God's way of creating is by. Speaking. Do you understand what we are saying? Mm-hmm. So there is a brand new life that we have. It's, you see. The word of God, eh, it's not, it's not beings. I can't, there's, I don't know how to say this thing that will make everybody get what I'm saying. Me and you, you and I, anyhow you like it, we must understand that this word is truth. Take it as our life. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Take the word of God as your life. You don't have any option. Anything that this word doesn't provide is mundane. Let it pass. If it's not provided in the word, it's not necessary for you. It shouldn't even be with you. So glory be to God. The second and the last Adam came and reproduced us by the word. Hallelujah. And he has given us his Holy Spirit to help us explore and expand this word. So that we can have a wonderful life. The God-man kind of life. (laughs) Isn't that lovely? Yes. So in your house, the presence of God should not be... What Adam lost is what you dispense. Yes. Yes. So you can be sure and certain that wherever I am is heaven. Heaven is no longer a location. It's now a movement. Moving with people. Everywhere. So I'm not trying to enter. No. Trying to enter heaven. Heaven is a temporary place. The Bible says that heaven will melt. Listen to this. is it not awesome? Some people are wondering, it's here. Peter told us. If you don't even know that one. Bible says heaven and earth will pass away. Yes or no? So heaven melts. God says it will melt heaven with fire. It will wax. Heaven will pass away. Praise God. Are you not getting what God is saying? That heaven will pass away? Can't you get what God is saying? Your body, is it a temporary place? It's true. true. Your body is a temporary place. You live in your body. Your body is like your house here on earth. That means this place, your body, is temporary. Do you get that? God is now saying heaven will pass away. Meaning that heaven is temporary. What do you think heaven is? Is it not where the presence of God is? Has the Bible not declared that we are now the temple of God? Don't you get that the heaven that is passing away is your body that is living? All right. Let's start from Ephesians 5 verse 1. Praise God. Let's pray in the Holy Ghost. Twenty seconds. Everybody, twenty seconds. Okay. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm going to be seeing a lot of um Greek words. The reason why is so that you can get have a beautiful understanding of what we are saying. We want a precise understanding this morning. Amen. Let's read one to go. Be therefore followers of God as their children. Any other person has another translation apart from this? Yes? Yes. The real word there, the real word there is imitators. Everybody say imitators? Yes. Now, Greek word for imitators is mitai. Praise God. What this means, or the word of this is mature, maturity, maturity as regards to copying whatever you see, copying whatever you see. So it's not just followers, not just that we follow Jesus and we do whatever we see him do, we follow him and we watch him do, it means that we, we are matured enough to see what Jesus is doing. And then try to do exactly what he did. So if he's saying that we be ye there for imitators, he's saying that it's something that you should do. You should try to imitate. Imitate what you see the Lord do. You are matured in copying. <laughs> not not baby baby copy. Maturity in imitating, in copying what you see the Lord do. That's the God kind of man. Imitators of Christ. Listen, this is very, very important. What that means is that we need to understand what is the revelation of Jesus. Have you seen Jesus before? No. You have seen him before? Were you in Galilee when he was on earth? No. You were not there. So the only thing that can show us how we should do is the word of God. So it means that this Bible verse is just saying that be ye doers of the word. If you read something in the Bible, practice it. Praise God. When I read that Peter's shadow was healing, I I saw an opportunity of somebody sick. I said, "Eh." I said, no, this time I will not lay hands. So I stood. I said, stand in my shadow. And I prayed, and the person got well. I said, okay, it works. Another time, I read, one night, that one, I did it in church here. I read one night in my Bible, I said, what is this? That the apron, the handkerchief of this man of miracle signs, I wonder. I said, okay, tomorrow, Sunday morning, I'm going to do it. I didn't do it with my small sister. Praise God. I said, let me do it in that house. So if I cast, it's just me and her. No. I did it openly. So I said, hey, who are the people I can use? So then yeah, two people come out. So I gave them, I said, come and collect this thing. I'd never done it before. I don't know what will happen. They might just collect it. And I said, okay, glory to God, sit down. <laughs> but I had it in my heart and my desire was that I wanted to see power. God. I said, yeah, come and carry this thing. So fortunately it was David. <laughs> I said, yeah, David, come, come and carry this thing. So I realized that he came with boldness. Ah, yeah, collect became problem. <laughs> I said, wow, he's true. I called another person. Okay, then I called Ugochi. I said, Ugochi, okay, let me see. Maybe it's my hand. Maybe there's too much power in the hand. I said, Ugochi, yeah, come, take this thing. She collected. I said, oh, yeah, another person. Come and collect it from Ugochi. Ah, I said, wow, there is glory in God. I didn't make them know I tried it for the first. I said, you see that? You see that? That's the power of God. I told you that it's glory. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, know, they didn't know that. I don't know there's any glory. You do words. Hallelujah. You do the word of God. If you see someone dead, quickly do it. Just give me him. influence. If the person doesn't rise up, you are practicing. You didn't use your name. You didn't say you can heal the person or raise the person from the dead. What you said was that you can use the name of Jesus to raise the person from the dead. So, still do it. Practice. Hallelujah. Be imitators. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, not everybody, how do you know these people that are imitators? Wow. I said that they are doers. Yes or no? Who are the doers of God's word? People that are led by the Spirit. Romans 8 verse 14. The Bible says, For as many that are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. The sons of God they I told you before, that there are three types of sons in the Bible, in the New Testament, in Greek. Your Bible just calls it sons or children, but they are actually different in the Greek Bible, in the classic Greek Bible. The general name for sons in the Bible is Technon. Praise God. Now, there is the Helios. There is the Nepios. And then there is the Brepios. Praise God. These are the three kinds of sons that we see in the Bible. Now, these ulios are the adopted, matured sons. They are the ones that this Bible is talking to. When Paul says, and we are ambassadors of Christ, he didn't mean everybody. Can't he that He said we. Listen, there is a place, hi, 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 there is a place in the administration of the gifts of the Spirit where the person dispensing that gift is a gift. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can have the prophetic gifts and not be a prophet. From, hey, from the moment you become a prophet, The gift and the spirit will be dispensed and determined by you. By you. By you. You are the one that will determine. You know you can switch on and switch off. That's when the Bible says the spirit of a prophet. Not the prophetic spirit. Mm -mm. It says the spirit that belongs to the prophet. That means the prophet has owned the spirits. So you want to talk. Who do you think Daniel was? He was a crazy, mad prophet. He was just too prophetic. Can't you see the visions that Daniel had when he got before the king of Babylon? He would behave as if nothing is going on, and he's speaking prophetically. The spirit of a prophet is subject to the prophets. If it is, if it's not the spirit of the prophet, if it's the prophetic spirit, it can't be. You can't be subject. Let me give you an example. David ran to Ramah a particular time when Saul was pursuing him. When he got to Ramah, he saw prophets prophesying. Listen, this is David. He is a king. By the way, David is one of the dangerous human beings that has ever lived. He was prophetic, he was priestly, and he was he had the kingly anointing. Everything. But David entered the New Testament in the Old. Go and read your Bible. It said that God should not take his Holy Spirit from him. David had the Holy Spirit in him. While others were having it upon them entered the holies of holies and ate God's food. That food is not just food. David partook of worship of God. And he came out. He didn't just do that. He opened the curtain that the blood of Jesus opened. David used his hand to open it and told his followers to enter. He said, eat. That's David. In the Old Testament, he entered by understanding. Understanding. Do you know that Jesus made reference that didn't you read that David ate of the living bread? That means, hey, this is God that came down on earth. He said, didn't you see that David, that means when David did it, God was impressed. He said, wow. What gods. I like this guy. <laughs> David, Jesus, God came down on earth and said, ah, something happened that I can't forget. It busts my brain. David had lived over 1,000 years before Jesus came. That 1,000 years was like today in Jesus. You see. David did something. This same David, when he was running to the prophet, to the prophet, he wanted to hide in the temple. He knows that you can't kill him inside the temple. So he went to Ramah. He saw a band of prophets prophesying. The Bible says David asked them and went to Abishalek and asked him for the king's sword and took the king's sword and David was chilling in the temple. The Bible says when Saul got the information that David temple. He went there. The same place that David passed, the prophets were prophesying. When Saul got there, the spirit of prophecy came upon him. He couldn't do anything. He started rudy, rudy. He was there for days. David ran away. You see that? He could not control the spirit of prophecy. But David was a prophet. So he saw it and said, mm, I'm not ready to... <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Ay, 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 ay. So you can own the gift and become the gift. Yes. Helios. That's the person I'm talking about. People that have matured. Bible says in 1st Peter 2 verse 2, you say, but Bible says, it says as newborn babes, newborn, are you newborn? It says as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the words. So it's newborn babes, you, they want milk. Put for me 5 verse 13. Look at this. Hebrews 5 verse 13. He says, For everyone that useth milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. Go to the next verse, verse 14 for me. He says, But strong meat belongeth to them that are a Julius. <laughs> uh, Even those who by the reason of what? What is that? Can you read that for me? Have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Praise God. So the Julius, they've grown, they've matured. They are not looking for milk. What is milk? Milk is that God can heal me. <laughs> are you here? Milk is that God can heal me. Uh-uh. Julius will not say God can heal me. Julius will say I cannot be sick. Newborn babes, will say, I believe God can heal me. I believe God will touch me. Newborn babes are going for a meeting. Ah, I, a word might come for me. Let God just speak. But who knows? People that have grown. That meeting is glorious. I'm taking everything. Those are people that have grown. Newborn babes. Ah. Only if God can give me. Ah, listen, let me tell you something. When the Bible says "Acts and you shall receive," you see that He's talking about nepiosu. You see, nepios—they are. You see, I can tolerate these ones. Why? Because these ones are physically not matured. They are immature. What that means is that. Maybe, for example, someone that just gave his life to Christ yesterday is a son, fully grown, yes or no? But he lacks understanding of some things and dynamics in the faith. So he needs time and patience to be learned. Now, the scripture that you will give this kind of person is Hebrews 6 verse 12. Be not slothful. That word slothful is the Greek word, agos, unproductive or unfatile. He says, be, can you put that for me? Let me show you what he needs. Be ye not slothful, but be ye followers of men who through faith and patience have inherited the promise. Can you see that? Be ye not slothful, but be followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So what he needs is that he needs men. lives, That will lead him in the paths to make him understand. Remember that Peter told us that he has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness according to the knowledge of him who has called us unto glory and virtue. So all these things that pertain unto life and godliness will be in accordance with the knowledge of him. So these Ulios are the ones with the custodians of this knowledge. Hi, 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 hi. They have ordered. Some people, we've thought about that, so some people get it. The knowledge and the knower has become one. What they know is not who they are. Uh-huh. so now they are the ones that will lead this one you see this one eh? many Christians are there I cannot tolerate it Nepios hey! hey! God forbid how can you be in Nepios and you are in this way household it can't happen say God forbid, forbid. Nepios are not just simple they are stupid too yes do you know why because the word of God is in their face but they cannot see it Nephilim, very bad thing. Very bad place to be. They hear it, but they don't listen. They can't perceive the truth. They cannot discern good from evil. Some people don't even know who a false teacher is, or who a true teacher is. They just listen to anybody. Once they see miracle, the devil does miracles. It's true. And he can imitate what God did. Go and ask Moses. He said he's down. What happened? Yes, the devil also does miracles. Is it by miracle that you know a man of God? No, it's not by miracle. And if you want to know a true man of God, you see, when you have spent time with God, you will be stocked with his word. His word. It's by his word. You will be stuck with his word. Because that's what he's going to be communicating with you with. So the richness of his word will be evident in your life. Say, ah, that man they do miracle. The devil can do miracle. Don't be in appeals. Are you here? Are you here? Yes. Put for me Galatians 4, verse 1. Now, everybody, let's read this together. One to go. And I say. That the heir, as long as he is a child, this child there is Nepius. Lord, I've been trusting you for this. I have the answer. I brought it. Look at it. He says, I say that the heir, as long as he is in Nepius, differeth nothing from his servant, though he be Lord of all. Is in Nepius. He said, go to verse 2. He says, but he is under tutors. Now, He's describing in appeals for us. He's the other, he's the, I like this. I like when the word of God is clear and literal. He says, but he is under tutors and governors until the appointed time of the Father. The appointed time of the Father. Someone will say, okay, that is God that determines the time. If I give you slap. What is the appointed time of the Father? The appointed time has already happened. Remember, for people that were not here, I shared and I gave an analogy of maturity time. Can anybody remember? I said maturity time is now. Whenever you are mature to receive from God is when you will get it. It's not that you determine one time, it's your growth system that will determine the time. So this appointed time here is talking about realization time when your brain will start working. Remember, it says, but he is under two thousand governors. Does it mean that heroes, they don't need teachers? No. These tutors and governors, it means something. Put for me Galatians 3. Let's do 24. Am I correct? Let me check. I want to digress a little. You need to understand what this means. Let's read. Galatians 3. 3 verse 24. Now look at this. Everybody, let's read together. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster. The word schoolmaster here is the same word for tutor. In Greek, I checked it. It is pedagogos. Let me write it down. The same word. It says, wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster, our tutor and governor. To bring us unto Christ, the appointed time that ye might be justified by faith. Are you understanding what I'm saying here? So what he's saying, in other words, is that one of the characteristics of Nepios is that they are under the law. Are you getting that? A Nepos is under the law. If you share the gospel of grace to a Nepos, he will not receive it. He thinks he's too matured for it. You see, eh? God has done everything. Why? You see that? He's under the law. He's in a pius. He's a child. He doesn't have rhema. He's in a pius. He's in a pius. Go back to Galatians 4, verse 2. Let's read verse 3. Verse 3. It says, even so, when we were children, we were in bondage under the elements of this world. You see that? When we were what? Children. nepios were under the elements of this world. Next verse. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, Go next one. to redeem them that were under the law. So, what he's talking about here, he's not talking about maybe your spiritual stature, or your prayer life. He's just simply talking about whether you are in grace or you are under the law. That's what determines if you are in a or you are a helios. Can't you see? It's context. It's clear. So, for me to be a Julius, some people say, ah, I must grow. I must grow. I must grow. The Bible says, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. What that means is that what makes you grow in Christ is not prayer life. Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So, the only way to grow is by the word. That's why you see many people that have powerful prayer life. They pray, but they don't have words, so they are not praying. Before you erect an altar of prayer, have an altar of knowledge. It's very important. So you don't speak away. Listen, God and Jesus taught us how to pray. He gave us a mood for prayer. Showing you that you don't pray anyhow. A woman has been going to Shiloh, cried and cried and cried. Nothing happened. Bible says she changed her account, and as God said, now you are talking. Yeah. Praise God. So you have to be able to discern what is good and what is evil. Put for me, Second Peter. This is a teaching, isn't it? All right. There's no rema word today. Second Peter, two. I want to show you guys something, and then, we'll yeah, you guys are bored. Are you bored? Should I teach for like two hours more? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I can die now. Ministers' conference is today. I'm going to be sharing awesome things this evening. Do you know why I know it's going to be awesome? Because I don't know what I want to say. That's that's the, that's when I enjoy myself the most. When I just speak by utterance. Ah yeah yeah yeah. You guys will be so blessed. I just know. Amen. I've been trying. God said, just calm down, just calm down. I will talk. I said, Oh, glory. You know why I enjoy it so much? Because as I teach, I told you that most times when I teach, it's never like the first time I heard it. So if that's the first time I'm going to hear it, that means that's the best it can ever be. Okay, let me add myself too much. Some people come with mighty expectations. Is that is this it? (laughs) Whatever. All right for me. Second Peter, chapter two. Then we we'll close. Yes, we will. We will. We will. Trust me, Pastor. La. Okay, we need to read something else. So. We need to read something else. Too much verses. Okay, let's read this ones first. Colossians four, verse twelve. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Some people are hungry. They want to go and cook beans. To understand, Julius. Please write this down. Go and read it in your house. And if you like, don't read it. It's actually, after all, it's your salvation. Romans 8, 14 to 19. Go and read it. Study it very well, guys. Amen. Okay. Put for me Colossians 4 verse 12. Are you there? Epaphras. Look at this. Remember, we're talking about the God, God's kind of man. Who is one of you, a servant of Christ, salute you, always laboring fervently for you in prayers that you may stand perfect. The word perfect here is the Greek word Telelios. What this means is, just has a root word with this. It means matured. Praise God. It's still referring to this. It says that you must stand perfect and complete. The word complete there is the Greek word um, plerou. Praise God. All these things, go and write it. Write it and go and check it yourself. That's why they'll be calling monkey for you as a chimpanzee. You will not know. Some people are like, Hmm, this pastor they preach. They don't know if it's right or wrong. It's pleru. What this means is filled. Praise God. It means filled. Wanting nothing. It's, you checked it? Okay, God bless you. It says that you may stand perfect. That means you might you might stand telelius. And pleru. In all the will of God, put for me, James 1 verse 4. Let me explain what I'm saying. I'm still trying to explain this. If you are in this church, this is where you are. Amen. Amen. James 1. He says, but let patience have a perfect work. What's the perfect work there? Yes. That you may be perfect and entire. This word entire is the Greek word holokleros. What this means is sound. I like it. I like it. Sound. Have you ever spoken to anybody before? You say, ah, oh, this guy is sound in the words. Sound. He says, let patience have a perfect walk that you may be perfect and sound, wanting nothing. Do you want, hey, do you know the meaning of this? Ha! Let me tell you something. I don't think I've prayed with anybody more than Pastor Ola. I think he's the one I've prayed with before. I have never. Have I ever led any prayer that is personal? Wanting something in our prayers before? No way. I'm wanting nothing. Wanting nothing. He says, That ye may be perfect and sound. Wanting nothing. Some of you need to forget Somebody needs to ask you, when last did you pray for you? You say, ah, pray for me. I can't remember. I can't remember. For some of you, before you pray, you bring out list. What you need, what you don't need, what you might need, what you might not need. So you start, praise God. Praise God. Dear Lord, dear Father, You call him father now because you want something. Father, I thank you because you have blessed me with all blessings in heavenly places. You laugh. (laughs) I know that you are not a man that should lie, not the son of man that you should repent. If you don't know where it is, it's in Numbers 29 verse 19. You wrote it. Now you said that we should ask in your name. And whatever you ask, you shall give unto us. And our pastor, Pastor Lachman, said, You are faithful to Jesus. <laughs> you laugh. <laughs> so, Lord, I've come. I know I came yesterday, but after all, you said we should come always. <laughs> you laugh again. <laughs> okay. Yesterday, I cried. Today, I've come with joy. At least, madness is doing the same thing the same way. Our pastor said it. I've adopted another method. Lord, I was told your ear is not blocked. (laughs) And your eyes can also see. You can see what is going on. And then the Bible also says that before I ask, you already know. I wonder sometimes you don't just do it, but you say we should ask. Now, school fees I have not paid. House rent I have not paid. Wife I don't have. Girlfriend, I don't have husband. I don't have common sense. I, have. <laughs> I don't have. <clears throat> Praise God. There yeah, you start. Some people are even very smart. They say, Father, you say we prayer and supplication through thanksgiving. We should make a request note. So, Father, I thank you for that job. I thank you for that car. I thank you for that house. I thank you for that. You have not started praying as a son, a matured son. I told you before, I said that scripture that asks and whatever you ask in my name shall be given unto you. Jesus was talking to the disciples without the Holy Ghost. They were in their nephew states. As sons, if we understand that everything, all things that pertain unto life and goodness has been given unto us, it means that we should not ask. Because if we ask, it means that we don't know that we are the owners. So, elders don't ask. They take and give thanks. Ah, you didn't get it. You take it, and then you give thanks. If you have not yet arrived to drive, and you are 12 years old, you need to ask your dad, Dad, can I drive? But your daddy has 40 cars in the house, and you are 30. What do you do? You take it, and I say, Daddy, thank you. I've taken your car. Yeah. Helios. Who lives? Elders don't ask, they take, and what? They give thanks. If you are 30, you asking your daddy, daddy, please, please, can I eat in the house? Can I eat? He can afford not to answer you. Do you know why? Not because he's wicked. Let me, tell you. if you are a child and you ask your daddy, daddy, please, can I eat? Can I eat? He will answer you. Even though he's not supposed to answer you, because you should know that everything in the house is yours. But he will answer you because he knows that if he it, you might die. But if you have matured, he knows that he can afford not to answer you. Because even if he doesn't answer you, you can battle with hunger. So he'll be looking at you. By the time the hunger has done you very well, where is the kitchen? You take it. You take it. So elders, you see that this is a in your prayer life. thing that has to do with what God has provided for you. Don't go and say, Lord, why are you asking for what is yours? How can I ask God, give me a shirt when he has bought the shirt for you? You say, Father, I want to ask you that, can I wear the shirt that you gave me? Uh-uh. What more can be foolish than that? You will take it, wear it, and thank him for giving you. So anything that has to do with what God has provided, you, brother, it is to take. You catalambano. Yeah. That's the Greek word. You catalambano. Take full possession of it. Praise God. I'm in a Greek mood this morning. You take full possession of it. Put for me second Peter. Now we, now we can close. Plero. Glory. Second Peter's two. Verse 1, verse 1. Let's start from verse 1. Is this verse 1? No. So why do I put it? <laughs> okay, let's read it. Okay. Alright, let's read. Second Peter 2, let's start from verse 1. Remember that the Bible says we should be able to discern... Truth. Is that know what the Bible says? You should be able to discern good from evil. So I want to show you something that will help you. And then, ministers conference, I think this is a good place to even start. Okay, let's go on. One, two, go. Yes. Yes. He didn't say brought. But. Huh. Powerful word. Go to verse 2. You see that? And many. This is a Bible law. Many people will follow it. How do we even know that this person is a first teacher? We don't know the first teacher because he came out and said he's a first teacher. We know by his, his students. Not even his message. His students. If you want to know if I'm false, it's by your behavior and character outside there. It's not by my message. Because a good, a good tree will always produce good fruits. So it's not by the message. It's by the fruit it is bearing in you. And how you are manifesting that fruit. So if I want to know a good teacher of God's word, it's not by his message. I need to look at his church members. He says, and many shall follow their words. Go on. Verse 3. Praise God. You know, that's what, I realize that that's what many Christians want. They want the gift of God to be merchandise. Praise God. So I tell you now that, uh, you know, I can prophesy for you. But you bring him um, one hundred thousand or one two hundred thousand. Let me just yes, pray out and I don't like remembering that thing. You know, you say so yeah. inside you came to church, listen to this. You came to church and then they collected offering for the saints, welfare offering, building offering, capital offering, entrepreneurship offering, pastors' gifts. And you paid like eight or nine offerings. Then, it's time for tithes. Praise God. Then, if you go to any church, and the pastor tells you that if you don't pay tithes, things will be tight for you. Listen. Tightly stand up and go with your Bible. It's true. It's true. If God is going to bless you, he's not going to bless you because of what you gave him. You are not giving God. You are giving his work. There's nothing. That's why you cannot go to meet God and say, God, after all I've given you, say, where, where, uh, do I spend money? Is your head correct? Get out from here. No. If you are going to give to the work of God, you are going to give because of the love that you have for God and His work. You want it to progress. It's not because God needs your money. I told one of my pastor friends, he said, "You see, Pastor Lack, like, but the way you are talking, your church will be broke. I said, really? I said, why? He said, no, you don't tell them things like that. I said, t- tell them things like what? What did I say? No. <laughs> I said that God doesn't need your seed. See, ha! Ah, you can't see that kind of thing. How would they be giving you seed? How? Can you imagine? A man of God. And I was looking at this, sir. Uh, this guy. Cause he's, he's not even my pastor friend. Again. I was looking at it. I said, wow. What a mindset. So in his mind now, he believes that he can't, naturally, only him can prosper. You see, you can't tell them that kind of thing. That they should not bring seed. Remember, I I put a video on Instagram about that. You see, you can't tell them that kind of thing. That God doesn't need your seed. I said, but it's true. God doesn't need their seed. They are the seed of Abraham. Why should seed sow seed? I said, that's what the Bible says. It's there in the scripture. He said, no, but you're not supposed to say it like that. What did I say? I said, God doesn't need your seed. Why? Because He has already given you an harvest. So He needs your harvest, not your seed. So if you are giving to God, it's not to get, it's because you got. Say ah, it's not ginger them to want to give. I said, This is beautiful, eh? Awesome. If you know that you should give God because He gave you plenty, and then you should give God so that He can give you. If you are if you have sense, one should propel you more. There was a day I stood here and I came out and told you people, you know there are different ways to do it. There is an anointing in, available in this place. Woof! I feel it so strong. Yeah, 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 Then I look at one of my associate pastors. Pastor, you feel it, have you? Uh, you, you feel it now? We all need money. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Quickly, ten people with. Quickly, 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 quickly! I don't want this anointing to pass you by. After fifty thousand, they go to forty. After forty, I've come out for something like that. They started from one hundred thousand. When it got to twenty, I came out. It pained me so much because someone that had fifteen years, I also took that anointing. He said, "Anything you have, because he came from 20, 10, 15, 2, one. Oh yeah, come." And I said, wow, why did I come out? I would have just waited for everything. Huh? But I told you, I came out here and I said, listen, you want to buy a new mixer, yes or no, if you want to give towards it, raise up your hand. And everybody started said they're giving. Say, eh, it's that simple. If you pay your tithes, I was telling them yesterday, if you pay your tithes, Bible says that you should give to the priest so that they will not die of hunger because they are not doing another work. They don't carry off free money and throw, drop inside by Beach. Or oh, they say, God, I, uh, unto you I offer this money, and then it will not burn. Give God your money. It's not pastor. you don't need to cook soup. It's scripture. Rare. Let's be calling a spade a spade. It's not a sin. Don't let us make this thing so difficult and hard. So you want to merchandise people because you don't just have the gods to say what is true. If you pay your tithe, it's your pastor that should get it. I'm not it tithe now. I will still collect. Yes, because church, we have not, we have not, you know, our leg have not stayed well. But by the time we get well, oh my God, I'm going to be taking that time. I'll sack you if you do rubbish. Praise God. Yes, yeah, so there's nothing wrong with that. Let's say the truth. It's for priests. That's what the Bible says. Hey, you give God your money. You give him your substance. Mm-mm. He's substantial in his pot. Can't you see on Sunday, Mommy G is always happy. Tuesday service, you just be frowning. And when you're what? But Sunday they will cook better soup. You see, Pastor Son, you do. <laughs> Star boy. Praise God. Yes. There's no reason to make things hard or make it difficult and make you puzzle me, money. I've set myself free from the, from the element of this word. Boy, he's wearing suits. (laughs) Did you steal it? Praise God. Yeah, let's read on. Yes. Yes, go on. Yes. 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 Verse five. Okay, let's go to verse nine. Let's go to, no, let's go to verse ten. Let's go to verse ten. I want us to read something so you can understand what we are talking about here. Let's read one to go. Them that walk after the flesh in the loss of the uncleanness. He's talking about these false preachers oh. yes. Yes. Self-willed, yes. You see that? They are not afraid to abuse people. Speak evil of dignities. Pastor Debo cannot preach. Pastor Edipo doesn't know what he's doing. The only thing that Pastor Chris knows is to gel his hair. You see? They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Those kind of people, you should not listen to them. You should not listen to them. People that cannot appreciate what people that have gone ahead has done. You should not listen to them. Ah, you don't know anything. What is waiting for? A will just come and be saying, one, two, three. I beg you, I beg you, get out for here. What does those men know? They say, they are all fake. Old men, do they know Greek? <laughs> hey, they don't know anything Greek. They don't know Hebrew. All they know is number one, number two. I beg you, I beg you, get out from here. We are the ones with the Rem. See, the, their church will shout, woo. They are false prophets. Go to verse 12. Look at this. It's a very serious matter. Look at how the Bible describes them. Verse 12. But these, and read it for yourself. huh. Yes. Yes, next verse. I shall. Yes. Yes. Please, 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 listen, eh, brothers and sisters. Do let let us call it speed. Speed. Listen, listen. My desire for everyone in this place, my desire for every member we are sold, is that you are rooted in the truth. It's very important, eh, that you are rooted in the truth, and that you are not tossed to and fro. Somebody doesn't use you. Because of religion, not Christianity. That you know God for yourself. Imagine that. They are full of adultery. Praise God. Once they see a lady like this, every fair girl, see me after the service. The Lord has a word for you. So before you know, did you anybody see any picture on Instagram of somebody... Removing a demon from a woman by kissing her. You suck it out. He's mad. He's mad. Because he did like this. That's why he's mad. Fire. Something you enjoy. And it was getting deeper. Did you notice? So you can't kiss once and demon will go in. Bible says they cursed children. Go to the next verse. You are laughing, but let these things, let this let them be in you. Praise God. Let them be in you so that you have fame in the world of righteousness. You are fame. You are fame. You don't need any pastor, anybody. You know what you know. Do you understand? He says, which have forsaken the right way and have gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosa. What does that mean? It means that they have merchandised their prophetic gifts. Somebody can hire them. Listen, God will give me that grace in the name of Jesus. What if somebody calls you as a pastor to come and do something that you know is not right? And 500 million or 1 billion is involved. What do you do? I'm not sure what yet. Let me tell you. Do you I don't mean I'm very honest. I don't lie. Praise God. I don't know what I will do yet. But by God's grace, I will say no. 500 million. I will say no. Depends on how the ministry is done. Praise God. What do you do in that place? Go to the next verse. No. Put for me so we can round up on time. Put for me 17. Now let's identify them. Just read on. 17 to 21. Let's go. 17. Oh yeah, look at, this is, this is the way you know false prophets or false teachers. He says, they are wells without waters. Hey! Can you imagine that? Read on, read on. These are wells without waters. Clouds that are carried. Yes. Go on. You see that? Great words. Swelling words of vanity. What do, we, do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? Swelling words of you You know, do you know what that means? Let me tell you what that means. There is something about great thing. There is purpose in repose. You see? He just wants to make you say... Mm. Yes. Your tights you see that tights? Your tights can tighten up the mouth of your enemies. When when you worship, God makes you a worship. And after he makes you a worship, your enemies become your worship. This man, the fire preaching, (laughs) please. What I just said now, how does it profit your worship understanding? Swelling words of vanity, nothing there, additional multiplication, sometimes shall glory somebody. (laughs) Nothing, nothing to take home, no substance. They are particular about the presentation, not the administration. No substance. They will page it is a word, oh, terrible word. They will put fine lights, better, better AC. Eh? Choir will not. They will sing and dance. Hey, we say, Ah, oh God, you came for a show. You didn't come to see God. He came for a show. If you see what the choir is wearing, you yourself you don't want to come to church. Say, ah, ah choir, this uniform is my Christmas clothes. Yes, they put up a good show for you. Praise God! Everything is just <laughs> so planned. See that service was smooth. Ah, I enjoyed it. You didn't enjoy it. You enjoyed the atmosphere. You were relaxed. You were not ministered to. We're just relaxed, and you know what? In that kind of place, you don't give offering to God. You pay for their services. You pay. So you have been going to church five years, six years. You have been giving. There's nothing to show for it. Mm-mm. You have been paying past for pastor for the money you invested in making that place beautiful. AC is not free. You are not giving God offering. Go on. Let's read on. Uh huh. They are Lord through their lust of flesh Uh ahead. Yes. Okay. Yes. You see that? Go on. Say, oh God, I love, I love the word of God. Go on, go on. Yes, through the knowledge. This is what every minister must watch out for. And this is why I can teach and preach this kind of message to you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So everybody, you must open your eyes. Listen. Can I tell you something? Write it down. Write this down. If you are... Praise God. You love the Zoe household. Make some noise. You are hallelujah. Now, write this down and keep this. See? Write it. Say I. Put it there. I. Put your name. I'm not being dramatic. It's important. I want you to be reading it very well. I am not loyal and committed To a man of God. Or history. But to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen guys, let this be your watchword. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you this because I love you so much. The day you realize that Pastor Zalakbo is saying anything aside the gospel, it's better you leave this church. It's the best thing for you. Do you know? You should not be committed to Pastor Zalakbo. Or to a ministry, be committed to the gospel in that ministry. If he doesn't have it, then have you? Don't think about it. Forget memories. Remember what Jesus did. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Forget every memory. Forget ah, we were the ones that built this church. Where we are coming from, it doesn't matter where we are coming from. Where we are coming from doesn't matter. Where we are going to is the cocoa. So you say "Hmm, if. If this ministry has lost it, God, I'm going. I'm going. And don't look back. Don't look back. Just make sure that before you go, you put warnings. Sir, ma. We are not getting this thing right. This is not the way we started this thing. This is not what I became part of. I don't know where we are going. This ship is leaving the, (laughs) the navigation. This is not the map. He say, "No, no, 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 no. If he say, no, 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 no just, just, psh, do not be loyal to a ministry or to a man of God. That's where error starts in the life of a believer. Be loyal to the gospel of Jesus. If they didn't die for you. You can't be loyal to them. Be loyal to who died for you and the gospel on their lips. Do you understand that? Amen. Let's rise up and pray."